The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The first thing we're going to talk about, though, is the protest that took place in the Eastwall area of Dublin last night. We covered it here on the show. This protest was over the housing of refugees in an old ESB building in the area. So our reporter Sarah Madden was there at the protest last night. She spoke to us from the area and these were just some of the voices she captured. We weren't told, we weren't told nothing. Just bus loads of fellas. They're not even from the war. Where's the wives and all? They stay at home and fight the war, but they're just sending them in here. They wouldn't do it out in Fox Rock or anywhere else. Wouldn't be put up. We're just not putting up for it. We're sick of it. No consultation with the residents. Nobody has any understanding of who's going in there. We were told there was only 60 to 120 men going in, the rest are families. We've yet to see a family going in. And my own personal view is, how can they do this for refugees coming into the country? And we can't do it for the homeless that are on the streets at the moment. We're not racist. Let's get that out of the way. We're not racist. But we think it's very, 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 very unfair to put them in here unvetted. What's brought us out this evening? We want the government out, what they're doing here. You want the government out? Yes. Yes. And why is that? Why? Because they're traitors. We're like second-class citizens in our own country at the moment. Any Irish person is like a second-class citizen. Well, they look after all this. Now they're bringing in their voters. Into this country and we're going to give you all loads of money and houses while the Irish people die on the streets at this time of the year. Vote for us, vote for us, vote for us. They know we're not going to vote for them anymore after the way they've treated us over the past five, ten years. Um, well, I'm originally from East Wall, but I've moved out of the area about ten years ago. And I've come down to show me spot with the local people because basically uh, putting that many young men into the one place at the one time, there's a bit of fear going around between the, the, uh, all the ladies, you know, in regards to their children. So basically, they don't have to show support like... You don't see them going out to Leo's neighbourhood or Eamon Ryan's neighbourhood or stuck in with people that schools are, will be struggling to house them or school them. We've, we should be having a debate, a national debate on the immigration and the pros and the cons for the Republic of Ireland. There's an awful lot of anger here. There's an awful lot of anger here. It's a disgrace. Those men are not Ukrainian. Go up to O'Connell Street. Walk along Talbot Street, the place is destroyed. It's destroyed with foreigners, it's destroyed. It's wrong, it's wrong. Our own are sleeping in damp, dirty sleeping bags and they're up there making beds with brand new, brand new mattresses. It's a disgrace. Yeah, there was just some of the people uh, last night at the protest speaking to our reporter, uh, Sarah Madden. Gary Gannon is with me in studio, the Social Democrats uh, TD. Uh, Gary, you heard it there. Lots of lots of reasons people were citing for being out in the street. Uh, these people are not from the war. They're not Ukrainians. There was no consultation. It wouldn't happen in Fox Rock. What about the Irish? They're unvetted. We're second class citizens. The government are importing their own voters. We're terrified for our kids. The place is destroyed with foreigners. Some of these be your constituents. I mean, why do you think they were out protesting? 
I mean, there's a multitude of reasons why people would uh, protest like that. And some of them are my constituents. And if we're going to talk about my constituency, let's put it into context. In North Inner City, over 40% of the residents there are people who come from different parts of the world, are first and second generation migrants, even enhance the community to no end. You have places like Parnell Street, you go into the schools, you see them very diverse skills. The North Inner City has been enhanced by people who have come here from different parts of the world. And I don't think that's up for debate. Last night's protest in the one on Saturday, Look, there's an incredible amount of hurt happening around Irish society at the moment, following on from the housing crisis, the cost of living crisis. People are afraid, 100% that's true, but the anger that was there last night was misdirected. I'm not going to equivocate on it, I condemn it in the fullest. I don't want to see a scenario where people are outside a building where other people are holed up in there who've come here in search of international protection from a variety of places and f- maybe for a variety of reasons, but obviously because of war, famine, hunger, persecution on grounds of religion or sexual expression and they have a right to be here too. Mm. So what I have seen and what I do see and this is the reason why I took the stance I did yesterday, there are people, groups on the fringes who have anti-immigrant views and they're not reflective in the total crowd that were there last night at all, who are whipping up this. They're making juxtapositions between people who are here seeking international protection and a homeless crisis, for example. And there is absolutely no reason why those two things have to be conflated or that we can't meet our obligations to people in need in this country here who are experiencing the absolute cruelty of the homeless crisis and people are coming here for a cruelty that's different but no less important. Mm. Are you not denying agency to some of the people at the protest, though, when you suggest no, I've that? I've condemned the protests and I've condemned the people who were there screaming, oh, oh, oh. That's not me taking agency away from anyone. I absolutely condemn that. But I suppose we've seen this. But they're not necessarily being led by the nose, by yeah, kind of some anti immigrant fringe. Like, so, some of them are just genuinely, was, probably anti immigrant. There was people there last night and on Saturday. I've watched some of the footage online from different people that were sharing around. They were standing up on. State, well, not so much a stage, but you're holstered up on something anyway. They were talking about the healthcare waiting list, for example. And you're saying you're going to be, are you waiting on a doctor? That's going to get worse. They were fabricating this nonsense displacement theory that we've seen being brought in here from the UK and from the US that says that the government is trying to replace you. And there was people there that were acquainted the housing crisis to the response to the refugees. I think the people of East Wall, North Tennessee, and other communities around Ireland have a right to express massive dissatisfaction at the government. I mean, in the buildings overlooking where that protest were last night, there were huge swathes of empty apartments because um, management companies and investors have bought them and let them out three or four times a week on short-term lets. The anger could have been directed there, but it wasn't. There are fringe groups who have stepped in there to misplace that anger. It's a tale as old as time. It's one of the phrases that we didn't hear it in, in that particular uh, audio clip that we played there, but we heard it from Sarah in the report last night here in the show was um, illegitimate asylum seekers. Yeah. Now, you explain that to me. I, um, as far as I understand, uh, you can't be an illegitimate asylum seeker, but... No, you can't. One of the things that's been said to me is that some of the people in that building are not necessarily from Ukraine. Um, we have people here from an international protection system. We've come from places like Afghanistan, from Somalia, from any number of places for any number of very legitimate reasons. That's been complete, conflated with the people here who've been brought here um, seeking refuge from Ukraine. And the two things are being conflated and it hasn't been explained. Maybe there is a responsibility for myself as a local public representative and certainly a responsibility in all 
all of us across the political spectrum to say actually that's not true people have a right to come here seeking international protection the system has absolutely been stretched as a consequence of Putin's war in Ukraine where people are literally being fr- frozen to death at the moment and so yeah we have over I think it's 44,000 people came here from Ukraine at the minute that is stretching your system without a shadow of a doubt but that's not those persons fault that, that responsibility lies with Vladimir Putin mm. and his horrendous invasion saying out 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 to people where are you telling them not to get out to back to freeze to death in Ukraine go off and be persecuted in Afghanistan for the manner in which you live your life absolutely not uh, yeah it, like, it wasn't just I suppose there last night out of, you, you heard those types of uh, the type of language John from Monaghan has texted in Kieran. these are not refugees they're illegal immigrants who've made an application for asylum most of them are economic migrants they've nothing in common with genuine refugees yeah. from Ukraine I mean I just, at the re- risk of repeating myself John you can't be an illegal loan applicant to a bank but you can have your loan turned down I mean, that's the nature of claiming asylum. I can go to Belfast and claim asylum. Now, my application for asylum will be turned down. I'm not an illegal asylum seeker because I do it, John. But anyway, thanks for spending the 30 cent uh, on the text. Um, It it wasn't just the kind of the illegal asylum seeker wasn't just the, the, the only kind of lazy trope that we heard there was the idea again that it was kind of gangs of foreigners were kind yeah. of running amok on O'Connell Street that women should be afraid for their children I mean all the old tropes are being wheeled out I, by some I had a public meeting on O'Connell Street last week where one of the issues that we discussed was safety what actually wasn't brought up at that public meeting was anything about people who have been brought in there in the international protection system who were causing that O'Connell Street has problems but they're not the responsibility of the people who have been housed in the old abandoned ASB building. Far from it, in fact. Um, however, again, Kieran, and I will say, like, I'm not removing agency from anybody, but I know my constituency. I know how welcoming it has been. But these tropes have been tried and tested in other parts of Ireland. You would have seen them in kind of, actually, more rural parts of the country over the last while. They were trying to get a foothold there. They're practising. They're getting stronger. One of the reasons why I took the to take into my Facebook page and I don't post on Facebook too much often that anymore was because that's where I was seeing these kind of memes being sent around juxtaposing what has been presented as an Irish homeless person compared to a person in the international protection system so I went on to Facebook last night to challenge these um, and that's where they're mobilising that's where this misinformation is being placed and people are hurting people are there is a genuine fear out there and I do think there's conversations across Irish societies mm. about for example men's violence against women but I mean one in four people in this one of our women in this country being attacked in their home these are societal conversations we can actually should be having as a collective but I will not point that one particular group here and say they're responsible far 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 from it um, I, on the one hand when, when, when people suggest that you know we needed more consultation I often kind of feel myself that that's a smokescreen just to kind of oppose people moving into an area yeah. at the same time nature does abhor a vacuum and if people do have concerns about some of the issues and legitimate concerns about housing and, and something happens and they don't know anything about it, you, it, it is easy to find yourself, is it, in a situation where it's, fear is whipped up? It's an interesting one. I heard the Taoiseach this morning talking about the consultation and then the leader Sinn Féin also talked about it too. I think people need information. I think people need to be informed about what's happening in their community because in the absence of that, a vacuum did spread around these wall last night that was filled by the quite by the nefarious groups and the people that with a different agenda. So yes, people, for example, I called the Minister Roderick O'Gorman yesterday to talk a little bit about updates about what's happening. He told me there was a letter going to be going around these wall over the next couple of days from the department outlining what's happening. It would have been preferable for that to happen last week. 
Um, information is very important but I'm not having a, a consultation where we get together and decide if we're going to meet mm. our obligations to provide protection to people seeking sanctuary here. We should inform people. I, I mean, before I let you go, I mean, you, you say this has been tried in other parts of the country and it has been uh, and most recently in the southwest there was kind of fear expressed mm-hmm. about kind of uh, and the word invasion was used mm-hmm. uh, the experience from other countries as well is that this can be fertile political ground as well can't mm-hmm. it, it now is. some politicians you know that the fringe element have waded into it mainstream politicians some have maybe dipped their toe you might say without using names uh is it only a matter of time before mainstream politicians wade into this shouldn't be and actually, I made a call today for politicians in their constituency, in their area, to take a stand about this and demonstrate leadership across the constituency of the inner city in Dublin Central and everywhere else, actually, where this favour has been whipped up by more nefarious elements. People can absolutely direct their anger towards the housing crisis, cost of living crisis, healthcare crisis. But I do think there's a space for us who do not seek to benefit politically from this to hold a very firm line. And anybody holding their head under the parapet at the minute needs to be asking questions about their role as leaders in their communities. Uh, enhanced uh, what exactly is Gary's definition of enhanced yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a soundbite so says Alan it's a soundbite it's a everyday in the reality my family's been enhanced their skills have been enhanced you walk into that constituency in the north inner city you'll see a beautiful multi-cultural place where people are just getting along with each other the level of ignorance uh, the protest is shocking from some people to somebody else Tommy says if we're not careful we'll turn into England or France and it'll be too late then uh, to complain on immigration says another person people would do well to remember the fiasco that is a direct Vision 5360 text from Gary Gannon. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming into studio. Gary, Social Democrat TD uh, for the area. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.